Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the fashion. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The music. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. And the selfishness. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. columnist for TBT. Hey, it's Steve Spears from the St. Petersburg Times. And we have a very special guest today, Susan Riggs of Star Booty here in St. Pete, Florida, soon to open her own salon called Lucky Star. Tell us about Lucky Star, Susan. Well, it's going to be a salon located on Central Avenue, and it's going to, I don't know, just be a salon full of fashion, fun, Frivolous, frivolity, frivolity. Yeah, so folks who freaks, freaks. Yeah, I gotta emphasize freaks. And our topic today is uh, well, we opened with Duran Duran's "Girls on Film," and what better band to discuss fashion and trends and chic sorts of things from the '80s? We're going to discuss all of that today on Stuck in the '80s, and that's why we have our very special guest Susan, who's an authority. Would you say you're an authority on fashion and trends? Uh, and probably the president. The president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Susan was around in the '80s. As, as both Steve and I were, and sort of kept her eye peeled, and now makes a living off all that sorts of all that sort of stuff. All that her, knowledge, all that knowledge, all that all that knowledge, and now she makes a very lucrative living off yes, of it. Yes, I didn't go to college; I just studied fashion, studied fashion and hair and all that. So um, let's let's start with the beginning of the '80s and all those funny trends, and we're just going to shoot off some sorts of ideas from Susan and get her feedback on what she thought were some of the hits and misses of fashion from the '80s. And the first thing that comes into my mind, and probably Steve's too, <laughs> leg warmers. Susan, oh, did you ever God. wear leg warmers in the 80s? I hated them. Did you ever wear them? No. No, you didn't. What did you think about, and... and, and I think, I thought they were too crossover from disco. Disco. That era, and the Jane Fonda. Yeah. Uh, they well, seem that was kind of, the 80s, though. Dancer size. Dancer size. From Flashdance, the movie. Flashdance, Isn't dance. that kind yeah. of what kicked it off? Right. So this is like, we're talking about like the very early 80s when girls were kind of uh, bringing all that from the from the movie Flashdance and and sort of like it was kind of weird because for the first time I think like all of these uh, trends that were in uh, uh, exercise stuff like tearing your clothes and wearing like spandex and things and off sort of, one shoulder yeah the, the wearing the stuff from off of one shoulder and 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 things that you'd see in a gym were starting to like be in the malls and then for little girls like me like in the sixth grade you'd see girls like kind of yeah wearing that kind of off the shoulder you were showing skin in the sixth grade yeah it was kind of sad and mini skirts susan did yeah. you wear mini skirts yeah i had some leopard ones and now there were cool bands like the go-go's that were starting to popularize mini skirts and and uh like little stockings and little things like that and then we can't forget to mention uh madonna and speaking of lucky star we do have a little, a little audio clip here of Lucky Star that I think we need to listen to before we talk any more about her because she was such a massive trendsetter in the 80s and then thereafter, but we only deal with the 80s here and stuck in the 80s. So let's listen to a little bit of Madonna before we go any further.
Madonna with the Lucky Stars. Now let's with, with oh my stars. Um, let's <laughs> let's talk a little bit about just some of Madonna's very early things. Right out of the gate, she wore the headband. You know, the band mm-hmm. in her hair, the little black bangle bracelets, the baby doll anklet socks with the pumps. Oh yeah, like and then she got you know she she started wearing that little jean jacket, which a lot of chicks were not doing in the early eighties. All the crucifixes. You know? Crucifixes. Wasn't the jean jacket in the movie um, Desperately, Desperately Seeking, Seeking Susan? Susan? Yeah. Well, that was she had that one with the pyramid on the back, which you remember there was a mail order commercial where you could order your own replica of, and I actually had a not a close friend, but a associate that I knew who actually sent away and ordered that. And it was like sixty nine ninety five or something. And I would see her in the mall wearing it. And I thought, you know, how sad that you actually ordered that. It's kind of, it was like those kids who would go out and get like the, the Michael Jackson, the Michael Jack- Jackson Jack- jacket, jacket and, and the then little the glove, glove and stuff. Oh, that, was that was so sad. weird. It was like, God, you know, don't I actually have been in that store where she bought that jacket. Oh, and no. it was so exciting. Like you're hoping you'd see her or something. Oh, was, did I think you it was love actually, saves the day or something like that. Did you actually order the jacket? No. No, I was, Tell the truth. I was too cool. I had leg warmers, so okay. Awesome. I need the jacket. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things Madonna did. I mean, right, okay. She had. Uh, didn't she do? I some? had my own style. I didn't need to copy. Okay. All hey, right. Okay. Hey, okay. So, um, okay. Of course, her hair. I mean, she went through a million different hairstyles and bleaching her hair. And all. I mean, her hair was forever changing. She was kind of like the David Bowie of the 80s I guess always changing her not her persona like David Bowie but changing I mean, her look oh yeah does, for right. sure well we don't deal with anything after 1989 oh, but um, for sure Madonna probably would you say she was the biggest trendsetter of the 80s I'm thinking she and maybe Prince probably Cindy Lauper too Cindy I would say Cindy Lauper good call she, she took it to a different angle the more the thrift store route yeah with definitely the 50s definitely we we uh I think that she had a very, very playful, fun, fun mm-hmm. fashion sense that, that definitely influenced a lot of people. And you're right, it very much relied on thrift store. You didn't have to be a rich girl to try to mimic that look. And it was definitely creative, definitely self-expressive, and not so sexual, you know what I right. mean? You didn't have to feel like you were this you know, glamour girl, and you didn't have to feel like you had to show a lot of flesh or do anything. All you had to do was go out and buy some kooky old clothes and dress it up and really really be expressive and be neat and you didn't have to like mimic her so much but one thing Cindy Lauper did um, she relied a lot about on that punk aesthetic like dyeing your hair really mm-hmm. kooky colors shaving one side and that kind of thing so w- I'm curious when you were younger in the 80s did you kind of go more that route with dyeing yeah. your hair crazy colors yeah, rather shave than dressing one side like a of my, slut yeah <laughs> I would wear the ill-fitting men's cardigan sweaters with the high water capri old man britches um I would I remember shaving one side of my head at beauty oh, yeah. school and putting lines in it and the other side was dyed purple with long bangs and yeah. it looked like a total normal haircut from one angle then you turned then you and turned, it was like the like, shim <laughs> from the circus it was scary <laughs> but but it looked really good I thought shim. I have pictures of it Awesome Okay. Um, you know what I just realized? Oh, I'm sorry. She's I didn't ask you. Did no. you do that too, yeah, Steve? No. Did, so you, what, did you look like a shim from the circus? No. I'm, I'm the opposite. But the um, the outfit you're describing, the way you cut your hair, it reminds me of the girl I left at the U2 concert. That's exactly oh. – that's why I couldn't score her. I'm sorry. Well, I had that look in the early 80s, and I was handpicked at a Psychedelic Furs concert to hang out backstage with the band. You're kidding. Because they loved my hair and my my attire. They Very loved it. Cool. And I had these shoes on that were like a size and a half too small, but they were metallic red little elf booties with big hoops on, D-rings on the back. Very cool. And they were, oh, my feet. I remember my feet hurt so bad, but I was like, oh, I'm cool. They yeah, let me in. Awesome. and. 
I got to see Tim Butler's teeth up close. They're all oh, rotten. Oh, wow. Rotten British uh, rock star yeah, teeth. Yeah, like, aren't you like making some uh, royalties now? Get your teeth fixed, awesome. you know? When did you know that you wanted to start cutting hair? Were you doing your own hair or having your friends do your I hair I was back cutting then? my Barbie's hair back yeah. in the day, and sure. then I turned them all into the cast of the Rocky Horror Picture sure. Show when I got too old <laughs> to play with them, but I still was not old enough to go out all night. I would play with my dolls exactly. and cut them up and put <laughs> earrings across their foreheads and stuff. Yeah. And then I started cutting my friends' hair in high school, and then their moms were like, oh, can you cut my hair? Right. And I just had a natural flair for it, right. you know. And then I went to hair school, like right out of high school, pretty much. So did your, did your own family ever, like jump back and recoil at the stuff you were doing to your hair or were they supportive of it my mom kind of was like your hair is so beautiful (laughs) blah 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 but my dad was an ex-marine and he loved all my friends with the mohawks and me with he's like oh lynette it's only hair it grows back you know i remember one time in hair school this old you get the customers off the street that pay like a nickel for to get their hair done they complain the whole time because you're just practicing and this (laughs) and this old mean lady none of us wanted her and then she was on my book and i had her and she and i was like here we go she's gonna just rag on me the whole time because i had pretty much that crazy you know half the head shaved and she's just sitting there eating a bag of chips criticizing everything i'm doing and i'm thinking you know lady you're getting your hair cut for like a dollar okay (laughs) and don't tell me what to do and she's like then she starts ragging on my look and saying oh your hair you're never gonna get a husband the way you look and blah 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 and i was like ha ha i already am married you know i was like that's like telling me what. Oh, now, God. speaking of Mohawks, um, we have a little, we have some more music here. I want to talk about the whole Mohawk and that sort of, uh, not just the punk rock look, but all that sort of pirate garb and all the stuff that bands like this were Adam and but now we're going to listen to just a little bit of Bow Wow Wow which was another band that I know Steve you you were you fancied Annabella a little who bit doesn't? didn't you okay who doesn't <laughs> let's listen to a tiny bit of uh, Do You Want to Hold Me by Bow Wow Wow great song and they had a really neat look it was just that you know they wore all this little pirate garb and all these sorts of interesting kind of um did you go see them when they played at Edgar college i didn't i, I know everybody awesome. else all right rub it in, Snuck I, know in. Everybody... I got to talk to what's his name barbarossa or whatever Who the guitar that? player with the big mohawk the uh, crazy guy i don't know their names i mean, everybody just knows Annabelle. i guess you weren't really a fan then well, <laughs> oh man wow you know she's this she should be another host on stuck in the 80s she's meaner than this i am this is the first guest that's ever put you in your nobody's place. ever mean to me on stuck in the 80s I'm always the one who's mean to you guys. I know. <laughs> I'm not sure I like this, <laughs> but um, it's kind of interesting though. Okay, but mohawks though. Uh, did you have you have you given many mohawks? Yes, them? I have. A How right, many would you say? Well, I do. Countless. Right now, have oh, I don't know. Even not, today, you give mohawks. Yes, I have them today, but they're more like uh, not the faux hawk. They're in between a mohawk and a faux hawk. Yeah. They're a little more. But I have like about two regular customers right now that come in like once a month. Wow. What's the faux hawk? Do you hawk? remember your first mohawk that you gave? Were you nervous? Like, is no. it going to be uneven? It, no? no. Wow. You've, you're a confident, ballsy broad. I, I like am that. A confident bitch. I <laughs> like that. What, what year did you? It's give only your first? hair and it's clippers. You can always shore it up. You know, if yeah. one side's not it's right. It's getting thinner and, and then thinner. You don't, you don't <laughs> act nervous, and if you don't act 
back, never seen the customers cool. So wow. why did we start saying things like oops and ooh? Yeah. Oh, I can fix it. I can fix it. That's awesome. So you're still giving mohawks all these years later. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, do you have a, a favorite look from the 80s? Like, um, you know, we're talking about like asymmetrical haircuts. I love the, the asymmetrical haircuts. Yeah. Who's who's got like a fame a favorite like celebrity or rock star or anybody like that whose look that you always just thought was right on? Hmm. I used to really like um someone that it could be girl, guy, anybody that you just thought, man, that person always looks great. I'm thinking too, like we uh Well I thought we, Ian from Echo and the Bunny Man even though that was an asymmetrical, I had I sported that look for a few years. Yeah, really good hair. Uh, we're always talking. Everybody always makes fun of when we talk about the '80s. Everybody always makes fun of the guy from A Flock of Seagulls. He yeah. was. Yeah, everybody's talked about the Flock of Seagulls hairdos and things like that. You know, that's and funny because that that haircut wasn't intentional. That's not the way he was supposed to look. Yeah, he, I, I think his hair was straight up or something at the time, mm-hmm. and somebody came up. He was having a hair a bad hair day, and someone just came up and smashed it down in the middle. Is that true? Yes. Well, he had he had that one, you know, he looked kind of like he had the one hairdo where, yeah, his hair kind of peaked in right. front of his face. Someone came up to him and just he was having a, he was having trouble, you know, getting his hair to look the way he wanted to, and someone just came up and like s- smashed it down in the front and said, "There you go. Now shut up and get on stage." What about what about, I sort of played soccer with the flock of seagulls. I interviewed him. Was he was quite funny. Now, how did you play soccer? Because my friend and I were waiting to go see him when they're playing at Bayfront. And um, we didn't have tickets yet, and we were standing in the back where the buses were, and they were just out there, like, kicking the ball around. So we were kicking it back. And then the one guy, I think it was the, the bass player, kicked it really hard and hit my friend on the side of the head, and she fell over. <laughs> and they all had I to come over. I can't playing soccer all oh, you little We would do anything kids. to meet the flock of seagulls. Sure, I didn't not? care. That's just silly so. if you didn't. But then we got in free because they hurt my friend. All, okay, let's talk about, you know, keeping in mind with all this stuff, the goth look in the 80s with... Um, bands like let's like bands like the cure yeah you know all the black clothes and uh susie and the banshees of course now did you ever sport like the whole oh i love that did you wear look. that look though yourself yeah. with all the black mm-hmm. you know the, there was a period where my closet was nothing but different shades of black yeah you know the pointy shoes. Now there, do you wear the little brooch? You know when you button your collar up. Yeah, to the top I had a lot of those rhinestones. <laughs> yeah, I had those, and I had that scary hat. What what were those hats? They're oh, like black. Well, some people black. wore like little berets. And I didn't stuff, have a yeah. beret. I can't remember what it was called, but. Now, a lot of my friends would do that stuff. You know, we would go to the thrift stores and buy, like, old man pajamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what, what we did. That about? We would you cut know? the collars yeah, off cut the of collars off, make, like, and fake Nehru yes. collars and, and old man pajamas. And, like, that, when you think about it, it's kind of gross. You know, you're, like, these old men probably, like, died and, like, their families would donate their pajamas. We'd go buy them up and wear them I know, them you always have to check the bottoms yeah. to make sure, make sure they weren't soiled. Or right, exactly. I, one, one time. This is bringing back so many memories. We used to always wear those pajamas. sort of sadly at the time St. Pete was a bevy of old man pajama places because no a lot kidding, of them you know it was a retirement center. they were all from North Pinellas because I'm telling you <laughs> all these things you're talking about with the, the pajamas that's all like news to me yeah and then we'd get the old lady brooches and we were in business man we had a wardrobe for, for the whole season pretty much this is a funny little story about that fashion my friend Mimi one day was wearing one of those pajama tops you know that she cut it all up and she was home it was like three in the afternoon and the UPS man came to her house and she answered the door to sign for the package he's like oh are you sick She's Aww. like, no. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, you're wearing your pajamas. She's like, this she's is like, my cool. outfit today, yeah, man. She's like, um, 
Every day is Halloween. Yeah. Oh, great, great ministry shout out. Yeah, it's too bad we don't have some ministry. To that's today. when they were good. Yeah, that's back Although when they the were. Oh, the new one's good. Now, now they're all industrial and scary. Back then they were nice and arty and, and cute and gothy. Scary like Rob Zombie. What about um, really uh, the whole androgynous look made a big, big big uh was make a, like was a big strange big to do well everybody was so freaky i'm thinking like uh even even uh we should probably take a listen to uh, the rhythmics let's do that let's take a second here and listen to a little bit of annie lennox who certainly you know wearing that her whole elvis outfit in the beginning and even coming out in the very beginning with her shaved bright orange hair let's take let's pause for just a second with a little bit of sweet dreams <laughs> sporting that severely short crew cut and somehow managed to look so beautiful so beautiful man she you know one of the pioneers in androgyny that whole thing that just took off like crazy in the 80s with people like um even prince i mean you know he was like the little richard of the 80s he definitely wore tons and tons of makeup and everything and still girls went absolutely nuts over him but boy george of course girls weren't so crazy about him but he was very androgynous in maryland remember maryland yeah Yeah. maryland and a whole lot of people um, sporting that whole androgynous thing um um, I'm trying to think of who other who what other rock stars did it, but but then again, you know, we I certainly knew a lot of guys, both gay and straight, that were wearing makeup and doing all kinds of things like that. I'm sure you did too. But um, Steve, what about you? Did you ever sport a little bit of like, you know, I definitely did. Like even guys in my high school, perfectly makeup? straight guys would wear you know eyeliner. eye makeup, eyeliner, no. just you know, no. even Nick Cage and Valley Girl wore eye did makeup. He? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Every so straight guy worth his weight in salt wore some eye makeup in the 80s. Yeah, once Girls again, kind of liked it, you know? I know, because I was more in the preppy look, so I would have um, no makeup whatsoever. Yeah. but um, Feathered hair. Yeah. The, you had a mustache, too, mustache, as we've talked about. Big, thick mustache. Yeah, that, big, that, woolly, that nobody, big I mean, I, village I mean, people mustache. <laughs> no, more, more. <laughs> oh, man, she's... I'm hurt. Yeah. Anyway, no, I would have the big, thick mustache, the um, paisley shirts... Yeah. Um, the plaid. Do you, you wear skinny the, ties though? Were yeah, talking about le- that? little leather ties. Yeah. That was very popular. Ties, and those ties. kind of new wavy sunglasses. Yeah, and, and Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans. And, um, yeah. Oh, what else? The plaid neon shirts. Remember those? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why well, am I holding my shirt like you can... Do you remember, too? Do you remember those... Um, idiot. God, of course, all those uh, Frankie Say shirts. Yeah. And things like that. Oh, those yeah. are huge in Choose Life and stuff. And Which Choose Life, a lot of people... Now go, gosh, well, you know, what were they saying? Was that like a pro choice shirt? But it wasn't. They were, it was a drug a, thing. Right. Was that they, what it was? Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. anti heroin stuff back then. Did you have a Frankie fr- say oh, shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I know I did, but I, I can't remember what it said. Because weren't, weren't there several variations of it? Yeah, I think it was just Frankie. Well, there was just relax. And then yeah. I think it was Frankie say relax and stuff. I, know, I, think, I think I had one that said no war. Maybe, yeah. Um, but um, but towards the towards the middle of the eighties and towards the late eighties, I, I did switch and, and shave the mustache, and cut my hair real short, and spiky, and and started wearing the um, 
not the parachute pants, but more like the stonewashed jeans and black, more of a black outfit, trench coats with combat boots. Yeah, when you said spiky, I thought of Billy Idol. Now he's someone who absolutely never changed his look whatsoever, which is kind of admirable, I guess. Yeah, you know, he, he didn't try true. to. Yeah, he really didn't try to. I mean, he did the little cyberpunk thing for a while, but he actually looked the Ooh. same. You know, <laughs> he that's kind of neat. I, he didn't try to like jump on every single bandwagon. He didn't like go rap or anything. You nah. know, <laughs> what would you say was the worst fashion trend? Would you say it was the? Um... Well, you know what I'm thinking. Let's uh, let's listen to a little. Hair metal, as we talk about this. <laughs> How about we just play it underneath? I'm thinking hair metal was just so gross, you know. Um, I do like Motley Crue, which we're listening to right now as I'm talking I do about like, this. Like the Hanoi Rocks, some of the yeah, glam Hanoi stuff. Rocks. Glammy but... stuff was kind of cool. I do like Motley Crue a, a lot. I think they wrote some really cool songs. But man, you start getting into Skid Row, Skid and some Ro- of that Cinderella, oh, some of that, some of that real dicey stuff where the guys just had just gigantic, big like Tiffany type Frizzy hair. hair. No one could afford conditioner. What's yeah, that? I don't know. Well, man. then all the, the bracelet the big leather bracelets with the spikes on it oh man no well like judas priest totally rocked as far as i was concerned they were just totally damn cool some of the metal stuff like honest to god metal was cool but like hair band stuff was just lame like a rat well i don't know that one song was just awesome and milton burl was in the video which is totally rad but like (laughs) it's just hard it's a fine line you know like just lame lame hair metal just junk that the songs were just wussy and dumb and your little sister could have wrote them you know and the band just had big stupid soft dumb hair and they were just dumb you know there's just you just kind of have to ask me and Susan what was like cool and what wasn't. We'll tell you. So like, I don't know. And some of the rap fashion trends were just weird, you know? Right. Like wearing the big clock is kind of funny, but like, I don't know. I don't understand it. But um, before we get into more of the rap stuff, though, some of the rap was just so great that if I don't play a couple songs right now, I'm just going to not explode. be able So let's just hear this really awesome song by Public Enemy. Absolutely one of the best rap songs ever recorded. Bring the noise. Hey, yo, jump. I'm playing inside music that the critics are blasting me for. They'll never care for the brothers and sisters. Why comes the country has us up for the war? We got to get them straight. Come on now, they're gonna have to wait. Till we get it right. Radio stations are questioning black as they call us a black, but we'll see Awesome song. Cool one of the greatest rap bands of all No, the greatest rap. What am I saying? The greatest rap band of all time, public enemy. I agree. And little Flavor Flav. You tell him Chuck with his Did you ever wear <laughs> Did you ever wear a little clock, Susan? I think I saw no, you. No, but I had out. a purse with a giant clock. In it. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's so awesome. practical, too. You can always know what time it is. So they does everybody so, else. They were so, so great. Um, I love them so much. And the only like real massive fashion thing I can think that they contributed was Flavor Flav's Big Clock. Unlike Run DMC, that, who uh, not only contributed a lot to fashion with all their really cool little looks and stuff, but commented on it, too, with my Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, and I'm thinking of so many like different rap stars who did so many different things with the tracksuits and Beastie Boys and all their crazy matching outfits and LL Cool J with his little hat. What was that little hat called? Like a Kangol Yeah, hat? Kangol. Yeah, and just tons and tons of stuff from the 80s. Um, all the women with their cool little looks and um, I'm trying to think. Everybody's just flying through my head. Oh, unfortunately, Vanilla Ice with his... Was he in the 80s or the 90s? Um, late or 80s. Late yeah, 80s. Yeah, and, uh, oh, you know what kills me? Here's a good story. I was playing... Um, 
hidden under pressure, under pressure oh, by don't Queen. Don't say no, already. Yeah, yeah. And I'm playing it from my uh, yeah. my nephew who's 16 years old. And this was a few years ago. And I'm playing. He's like, "Oh, this that's so cool. They sampled Vanilla Ice's song." Oh no, no. I was like, oh, I was like "Dude, no. I'm gonna kill you now." It wah, is the other wah, way wah. around. <laughs> he's like, "No, it's not." I was like, "Trust me." That's sad. That's sad. Can you believe this, that the youth today that they would get that, make that wrong? It. Don't even want to hear it. So sad. Kids these days. Ah, by the sound of that music, it must be time for our new feature. Name that '80s tune. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. That's that was classy with a capital K. Capital K. <laughs> Here's how it works, guys. We've got a uh, a very short clip from an '80s song. I'm gonna slap Gina if she doesn't. Shh. Stop giving me faces. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ask you listen to the uh, sound clip. If you know what it is, email us at our brand new email address, which is stuck in the eighties at tampabay.com and let us know what it is, and we will take a we'll pick one of our winning entries and send you a free baseball cap from TBT. Sound like a worthy prize, Gina? Yes. You wear baseball caps See? all the time, don't you? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start now. It's a cool I'm going to wear a baseball cap right now. <laughs> Here, put, let's put it on your head. <laughs> ooh. ooh. <laughs> I like Psycho. it. I like it. Susan, you know about fashion. Do I look great in this baseball cap? It's a not cool... as good as I look in it. <laughs> wow, we all look really cool in these baseball caps. Jesus. Put it on sideways. <laughs> That's a rap thing, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, here's our song. Listen close. You tell him, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Cue it up, Maestro. <laughs> did you catch that one? Do you want to hear it again, Gina? Do you, did you know what it was? Oh, that song? Yes. I recognize that song. <laughs> I sure do. Let's play. Okay, we're gonna play it one more time for you. Hang on. There you go. That's the only hint you get, and uh, <laughs> there's no hint at all. That's the shortest sound clip I've ever heard. Anyway, send it your send the answer into uh, stuck in the eighties at tampabay dot com, and we will give you the hat off Gina's head. Which no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, you're just insane today. Okay. Anyway, so get those in, and we'll let you know who won next week. We'll let you know what the clip was, and we'll play you a new clip. Anyway, speaking of our listeners, we actually got a couple calls from our listeners over the last couple of weeks, and I wanted to play those for us here today. Uh, here's our first one. Hi, guys. Uh, this is Jose B. from Savoy, Illinois, and a future podcast, 10 Before Death movie podcast. Um, the reason I'm calling is I've noticed that you guys have not uh, really focused on any movies with a punk rock soundtrack, and most notably I'm talking about Repo Man, and I thought that that would be a good idea for a future podcast. Um Considering, let's you know, thinking of all the um, people on that uh, pot, on that uh, particular movie. Um, for example, I'm thinking of the Plugs and uh, some of those bands that you that some people may have never heard of, and uh, other movies having to do with punk rock uh, with that punk rock uh, kind of soundtrack, like Suburbia, for example. You know, well, I don't know. Sounds like a good idea. Well, I hope to hear this and uh, great show. Ah, Jose, good suggestion, eh, Gina? I like Repo Man a lot. Remember I told you I have a good Repo Man party story? Oh, I know. We're going to do Repo Man real soon, Jose, we promise. In fact, uh, they just released a special edition of uh, the movie, so we'll be... And it was Emilio Estevez's finest cinematic moment, Which isn't saying much. Yeah. Thanks, Jose. We'll get right back to you on yeah, that one. Yeah, we're going to do it soon, Jose, for real. Here's our, here's our next caller. 
Hi Steve, hi Gina. My name is Richard Evans. I'm calling from the UK. Uh, I run a website called RememberThe80s.com and uh, I've been switched on to your podcast by Steve. Um, Steve, thank you very much for tipping me off to all this great stuff you're doing. Uh, I've uh, started downloading them to my iPod, listening to them in the car, and uh, now I'm working backwards to get through the, all, all the ones you've done before. Uh, congratulations on your recently uh, past 25th anniversary, not anniversary, you know, 25th issue thing, show. Kind of lost that one a little bit, didn't I? Uh, and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing more from you in due course. And uh, remember, for the latest 80s news, uh, the 80s up-to-date at RememberThe80s.com. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Oh, wow, Richard. Hi, thanks. Pip, pip. <laughs> that's, cool. that's cool, Richard. Thanks for, Thank uh, you for calling us. It probably definitely. took you forever just to dial all those numbers. You do. Oh, it. Anyone who, <laughs> yeah, that's a great website, RememberThe80s.com. It's got a lot of great news. It is very cool. So very good. Cheers to you. So back to fashion. Yes, back to fashion. And uh, we just had a f- couple more things we want to touch on. Of course, uh, the rap stuff, the crazy hair metal. The uh, One thing I wanted to touch on, and we would be remiss being from St. Petersburg, I think uh, finally we need to give a shout out to our homegirl, Exine Cervenka, and all the trends that I was saying she started, and then Susan set me right, didn't you? I guess it's just what I've heard, but she, um, I guess, pretty much started the whole look that Madonna kind of copped. Now, how you know, do you know this? Tell me, tell from me from somebody story. that knows. Well, actually, it was Exine's sister who has passed away. She had she went up to New York, and I guess she was roommates with the stylist that was for Madonna, mm-hmm. and I guess just kind of gave her that same style that Mariel had, you know, yeah. with all the layers. And when you and the think about it, it's very and similar. And I've seen pictures Extremely that similar. my friend, my friend's a photographer and has pictures from all those people back then, and Mariel looks better yeah. than Madonna. So when you think about it, I mean, Xene was sporting that right. black garb and mm-hmm. crucifix and everything yep. in the 70s, like right. mid-70s and stuff, with even, you know, the... The, the hairstyles, everything. If you look at classic pictures of X, I mean, she still looks like that now. Yeah. You know, I mean, and as you were saying too, X is more popular than ever now that right. they're reunited and, and touring. And God, I can't say enough great things about X. They're such a wonderful band from Los Angeles. And Xine did, you know, grow up here in St. Petersburg. Dropped out of St. Pete High on her 16th birthday, as she told me in an interview. So mm. it's got to be true. I heard it from the horse's mouth, um, and it, it's so true. I mean, that she set the tone for that kind of punk rock fashion the classic punk rock girl fashion american punk rock right. girl fashion lots of West vintage Coast. jewelry yeah vintage 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 really cool but good vintage good vintage yeah just uh such a really really cool look and it all goes back to Exine Cervenka and i guess her sister as susan's pointing out right. so very very cool band very very cool look definitely um you know Definitely a look that really, really, really caught on in the 80s with so many American punk rock girls, not mohawks, not right. not safety pins through the nose, but a very classic American kind of look with a very classic kind of American sound. If you know anything about X, they kind of incorporated a lot of rockabilly and right. a lot of American rock music from the 50s into their their sound, which is, you know, ultimately punk rock, but really just really basic rock and roll. It's a really great band. So, um... That's uh, pretty much everything we want to say about looks from the 80s and trends from the 80s. There certainly was a lot more, but these are just a couple things that we wanted to hit on for people of our age that that uh, loved loved some of those looks and sported some of those looks for for better or for worse. Is there any one is there any one thing that you guys remember doing that you're either really really proud of or really really ashamed of that you could just sort of 
uh, tell our folks um, that, that tune in? There was one time when I had a party when I got really drunk and went around with a You can. drank? Yeah. <laughs> Every to, story every week is about something he did with some wild turkey, and <laughs> leaving some girl in some movie theater or parking Whatever. lot of, a, of a, the concert. Regrets, I have a few. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the, did uh, you ever do anything nice to a girl in the eighties? <laughs> I don't know. The uh, there was a party that we went to one time that my band was playing at, and I ran around with a can of uh, pink hairspray. You know, that kind of you know, colors your hair pink, and just started coloring in people's hair pink without them knowing it. And um, then beat a hasty retreat when they finally figured it out. So ah. that's not a very good story, but that's all I've got for you. I remember I won free. I didn't. A, a friend of mine in the eighth grade won free tickets to an REO Speedwagon. No, 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 I'm sorry. An Air Supply concert from Q105. <laughs> oh, that's better. That's a lot better. Yeah. An Air Supply concert Air from Q105. Better than Aria? And, and I, <laughs> okay. you know, you can, checking. <laughs> you can gauge how badly I wanted to go to an Air Supply concert. My friend asked me to go, and I'm like, okay. And I totally wore my Ramones t shirt. Showed them. And I, um, yeah, and I got to shake the little fellow's hand, the little guy with the black hair. Like, we got really close up front. I shook his hand. I'm like, dude, like, you can imagine how I totally don't care. I'm shaking your hand. I had fun because I have fun at everything I do, but I had a Ramones t-shirt, which I was pretty proud of and a really messed up weird hairstyle. Susan, what about you? I don't know. And- I, have, I have a story that's really short, and I wasn't a part of it, but I was there. It was some show, like, in the late 80s at Janice Landing, and um, this girl that was really wacky, no one really hung out, but she always was kind of with our crowd. She just was mental one night and brought scissors with her, and anybody that had a long rat tail braid, <laughs> rat- she oh, cut, rat she cut like, three of them off. Rat tails. And nobody knew. Them yeah, no one, the people didn't know, because oh, they're just watching her. the show, and she went behind to snip it's the skinny little braid. It's kind of a community, Yeah, I it was. Yeah. I was excited. And Today they give out awards time. for those sorts of things. Yeah. She was a pioneer. She was ahead of her time. She definitely. really was. Do you have any clients with rat tails right now? No. 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 Would you just not accept them? No, I would encourage it. You encourage yeah. them to have rat tails. Right. Wow. wow. Yeah. It offsets the asymmetrical. If you oh have wow. That. I can't believe we kind of forgot. We were really meaning to talk about rat tails. Maybe the it's mullets. better we not. Not let... mullet was not a mullet in the eighties. It was the bi level. Yeah. Let's oh. get that straight. Yeah. Okay. And then Jeez. very you know the NASCAR people just. Have a rat tail it. in the eighties. I did. Of I course. had two. Yeah, that's cool. I had my friend Shannon dyed hers red, white, and blue and got kicked out of St. Pete Catholic. I'm really proud of her. Shannon, I love you. You're so awesome. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say you were my first lesbian lover. <laughs> now I'm the godmother of your first child. I think it's awesome, that's and great. she's proud of it too. Um, thank you so much, Susan Riggs from Star Booty here in St. Pete and the soon to be open hair salon Lucky Star uh-huh. on Central Avenue. What's the exact address? Um, twenty four twenty one. Central Avenue. Everybody go there. If you don't go there, then nobody will have sex with you. <laughs> That's true. That's and true. then repost it. This is very <laughs> true. Awesome. Sounds great. And my colleague Steve Spears, cute as a button as ever every week. Getting cuter even. It's kind of scary. And our producer Dave Morrison. We'll see you again next week where we're forever here stuck in the 80s. Bye. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkovsky for our show opener. 
If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. You look like someone shitting your cereal, Steve. <laughs> I kill you. Uh, I love Hoppo. I do. I love Hoppo. God knows I, I do. do. But I kill him for letting him beat me. me. <laughs>